digital media what? director. Welcome to Comically Inclined! I'm Danny Stewart, editor-in-chief of ComicallyInclined.com. And I am Blake Hickman, the digital media director, if you didn't hear the first time. <laughs> I'm Jared, I'm the show producer. I am Brittany Shelton, I am the social media manager. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, uh, I'm getting some, I'm still, yeah, little weird feedback. Don't, don't, Is it better? Don't kiss the... It's better? Uh, the, oh. yep, that's exactly Is what that... you should do. I quit. There's a big question. Should you I can fit that whole mic in my mouth? Should you just wrap your sweet, sweet lips around it? You know. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Nick Beck said Jared should wear Juggalo makeup Wednesday night. No. I like no, that. No. No. That's the one night I don't wear it. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a rule for the podcast. Yeah. It's the one it's, night it's a, he yeah. has to take all of his Juggalo uh, face paint off. You know, it's a sacrifice, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Uh. Juggalo's got a low. Yeah. <laughs> If that's I don't know what how we do, then yes, that's what we do. So. Yeah, so tonight on Comically Inclined, we're going to be breaking into Rumor Mill. Uh, we've got, uh, we're going to break down uh, episode five of Moon Knight. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're into sexy hippo kinks, my thing. It's, it's your episode. Uh, we also are arguing sound screen, or I'm... <laughs> I'm going home. Soundwave versus Starscream. We are arguing Starscream versus Soundwave and Are You Done? And uh, Britney's... We're doing our top five uh, gods. Or goddesses. Gods or goddesses. Thank you, Blake. I I think gods is a gender neutral term. No, I don't think Mm. it is. Goddesses are still gods. No, uh, look look up online. You're wrong. Let's talk about this for five minutes. (laughs) Let's not. Anyway, so... (laughs) And we have hyper-focus tonight. And then we do have Brittany doing her hyper-focus this evening. It sounds like Dave's uh, already doing hyper-focus. <laughs> Blake, you want to give us some news? Yeah, let's kick it off with Rumor Mill. Side note, I am off my ADHD medicine All right. It's going to be fun. <laughs> this week on Rumor Mill. So at CinemaCon this year, we had Black Panther 2 show the first 15 minutes of footage. No, no it wasn't 15 minutes. It's just a first footage run. Uh, at CinemaCon, uh, which showed uh, Nakia, Shuri, and Akwe, uh on the front of the battle lines, getting ready to charge uh, at some big battle, but it didn't show who the opposing team was. So, uh, as private <laughs> opposing team, opposing yeah. team. <laughs> which more than likely is going to be, you know, Atlantis. I'm, I'm going to guess. Yeah. Makes uh, sense. Well, do, do you so think they're do you... what? Namor is so freaking weird. Namor is the, the quite... entire thing. Yeah. I've been reading up on him. Like it's just. I'm. Uh, Welcome back He's to the weird. podcast, Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> I take a week off and I lose all consciousness <laughs> of how to do anything. But <laughs> he's so weird. Everything about him, his freaking like little battle buggy, all of it. I don't. I don't understand. You think that's it. weirder than like the wings on his ankles that make it so he can fly? That is least explained by the mutant ability. Like his little battle buggy, while he can fly, is the most ridiculous thing ever. Hmm. It's what the fuck. I mean, well, so it's Marvel with the first fifteen minutes or first few minutes, whatever it is, it shows them three on the battle line. That's that's what everybody can see at the private showing. Do you think one of them three are going to be the Black Panther, or do you think they still held that back? And I think it's Shuri. Shuri, I, yeah. I've been saying that since day one. I mean, it makes sense. She's the one yes. that picked up the torch after uh, T'Challa right. uh, left it to go sure. get married to Storm and travel the world. So I'd say that's probably the storyline they're leaning into. I think it's a good route they should go. Plus. Plus, with the addition of a lot of these new heroes into the MCU, Shuri would be a great person to kind of be the Tony Stark of the first, not not through leadership or anything like that, but through the technological side, her helping people develop things and, you know, kind of being that whole, right. you know, person that everybody comes to. And we're getting Riri Williams as Ironheart in this. So, oh, yeah. I mean, so. it, and she's showing up in yeah. 
uh, from, Black Panther from what 2. I read today that she's going to. So. Well, it would make sense that yeah. like Shuri and uh, the and Riri would be. Armor. Yeah, they're both they're both tech geniuses. Sure. Um, I'll, yeah, corpse paint is definitely better than Juggalo paint. Malnourished. Thank you. Blake. All right. So uh, also we have uh, Avatar: The Way of the Water too. We've been waiting. Well, I don't know if anybody's been waiting. What's it called? Avatar: The Way of Water. The weight. The way. The way. Like this is the way. This is the way. Yeah, it's a weird title. Yeah, the way I of agree. water. It's going to premiere. All right, you get this. How much he hates Marvel. And how much they go head to head, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to top Marvel. Nobody's going to beat me, or whatever." Uh, it's going to premiere during Doctor Strange 2's trailer, <laughs> or the movie. The trailer is going to. That's what? when it premieres. Which James Cameron wasn't one of the ones that talked shit about Marvel, right? Yes. Yes, he, he was. He, he has. Has. He's he, been he one has. of the more vocal people, but yes. he has talked hmm. bad about. Because yep. I know that James whenever uh, they surpassed Titanic, and then they re-released, um, or no, was it? It was Titanic. Yeah. 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 Or Avatar. Avatar. Okay. No, Avatar. When they surpassed yeah. Avatar and then they re-released Avatar to surpass Marvel again, yep. Yep. that Marvel was like, congratulations, James Cameron, on like... Yeah, yes. Well, before, when they were getting close, when Endgame was getting close to surpassing it, uh, he was talking all kinds of shit. He's like... I mean, he went on. It was, it was a big deal. I just don't pay any attention to that. It's uh, yeah. it's just sour grapes. There's That's yeah. all it is. genres, you know? Like, it's, it's not necessarily the same thing. I mean, I guess Avatar and... Marvel movies would have more of a correlation than like uh, Titanic would, but I mean they're they're different things. Like they're not like it's impeding right. on what he can do artistically. I mean when you when you're complaining about these, unless it's from an artistic point of view, he made a shit ton of movies or uh, money out of all of his movies, so right. he should not be the one complaining about Marvel encroaching on the business or ruining the genre. Yeah. Sure. If also, we got Scorsese saying enough shit, we don't need you know Cameron. Also, his highest grossing movie is a remake of Dances with Wolves or Pocahontas or like he didn't make anything original with Avatar other than just making it on another planet and naming the fucking mineral unobtainium. Like, yeah, but there's dragons, about that. Danny. There's yeah. dragons. Yeah, great. I did the ride at Universal. It wasn't that great. Um, and secondly, That's a fucking uh, back. how are you just going to talk shit about Marvel movies? Yeah. Like. Oh, superhero movies, they're just, uh, they're, they're not even cinema. Like, fuck you. Like, uh, Winter Soldier is a spy fuck you, movie. Cameron. Fucking, fuck you. Fucking, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is a space cowboy adventure. And fucking, right. uh, they're, they're all yeah. different movies. They're not even in the same genre. Right. Let's clip Literally, this and start a beef with James All it is, Cameron. I am, I'm down. Done. I'll fight every one of the, I'm, every one I'm of those fuckers. On they can put Mike later. Tyson in the ring with them. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, fuck those guys. Like, you cannot just shit. On an entire genre of movies, whenever they use multiple different genres within their storytelling, they're yeah, just sure. taking what literally everyone else does and creating their own characters and telling those stories. Like right. fuck them. I would like to add, hi Ben, our fact checker that's in the comments. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm your favorite. Remember this. Hi. Our fact checker and human relations specialist Ben is in the comments. Everyone say hi to Ben. Keaton Hello, said, Benjamin. Also, <laughs> Keaton, thank you for having my back. Keaton said that's Disney, and I love that ride. <laughs> Hell yeah, Dueling Dragons. That's that's how that's how un unimpressed I was. I didn't remember what studio I wrote it at. No, Dueling Dragons was Universal Studios. What? Oh, that's a no. There's one. an Avatar ride at Disney. You have to go to Animal. Oh yeah, Kingdom you have to go in Animal and, Kingdom, and then yeah. you do like the little thing that's made people cry. It was all the like it was fun. I but to ride that one yet. Like <laughs> riding it, I know that the thing that bothered me is that when I was riding it. I would like look right or look left, and I could see all the other people on their pretend uh, flying beasts. That's like and it soaring. Was, like, it it kind of took it me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. 
Keaton said uh, Sky thinks Danny has threatened to fight Mike Tyson enough that he's probably on a list somewhere. I'm fine. I'm as fine with that. As long as he's not on Put an airplane on with him, he's fine. Uh, all right, next to number three. Tom Hiddleston is finally talking a little bit about season two. Not a whole lot, but he says we are get, going to get the most turbulent and most chaotic Loki we have ever seen on film. And I'm turned on already. <laughs> More turned on than than yeah. uh, I was by so, seeing uh, giant blue aliens running around. So Loki being, being the most chaotic and turbulent we've ever seen. I mean, kind of like his character is, anyways, uh, in the comics. Uh, I think I'm ready for that. Yeah, it's a great idea. They're upping the bar from the last season because right. uh, that was that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. You ever think you see like Loki as his horse, like his son horse? Uh, I can't think of what his name is though. Oh, uh, Fenry. Yeah, Fenry Wolf. Uh, no, well, he was wolf, in horse. Ragnarok. The huh? horse. Yeah, Fenrir was the wolf. Yeah. yeah, but he's also Loki's son. Yeah. Um, Loki the best ride. Can. The best ride at Universal is the uh, like Hagrid's it. motorcycle ride. Not been on it. It's been a minute since I've been there, though. Not all of it's us nuts. were were super wealthy growing up, Danny, and had the ability to go to Universal. Any Bro, brand I come, name cereals. I come from Hillfolk, and uh, I'm one of eight children. I didn't grow up. Yeah, you met you met Oprah Winfrey. You got some fat stacks from yeah, that. I met Oprah. Yes, I was my Did family you know and I no, were I guests on Oprah. the Oprah you show. Said you come from I, Hill Folk, Hill Folk, yeah, Hillbillies. Hey, Hill Folk, New Chicago. Jersey. It's one of the wealthiest neighborhoods I, in the country. I'm from Chicago. My parents are from Advance. Okay, you know, I only... grew up around Advance. We're like kin then. <laughs> we're probably <laughs> related. This just got really weird. That's gross because I saw that. Paid you guys for Oprah paid for his trip. I have so many questions. Is this because you're one of like eight kids that you got to meet Oprah and she was like yes. doing like one of those pity I, I, things? We did. We did a. a maybe it was before you were a fan of the show, but we yeah. broke this all down. Whenever I, uh, that's okay. Yeah, I'm this just is saying. A running gag we broke this us. all down. I just like found you guys right before Spider Man. Who was uh? What was the musical guest? Uh, it was. Was it Blind Velvet? It was Blind, it was Velvet. Blind Velvet. When Blind Velvet was yeah, here, we went over this whole thing. Yeah, because Al was giving shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> so many follow-up questions. Because <laughs> uh, you're supposed to be getting a written apology, actually. I think, yeah, or yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah, because I, he was like, prove you've been on Oprah. And I was yeah. like, okay, here's the yeah. video. And he's like, I'm going to write you a full-page apology letter, which I still haven't gotten. Uh, so, also, uh, CinemaCon, Batman 2 is officially announced. They are going to do a Batman 2 sequel. Good. Yeah. So, sure. the original Tim Burton Batman was Batman. And then the first uh, Robert Pattinson movie was The Batman. Mm-hmm. Now the second Tim Burton movie was Batman Returns. So The Batman Returns. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Right? It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Ah, God. They're going to have to pay me money for this idea I, when they use it. I just want Catwoman back because some of those scenes were borderline triple X. Yeah, Zoe Kravitz is amazing as, She's as hot Catwoman. She's as fuck. And a great and actress. A great actress. You know, yes. a very, very talented actress. Uh, she did a very good job. She was she was the second highest paid person in that movie. Robert they Pattinson did a breakdown like of the, the pay stuff. Robert Pattinson was, you know, the, the headliner. So he made oh, love, but classic. It was They're going to pay breakdown. a man more than a woman. Huh? Nothing. Yeah. Well, he was the... Well, shut he up. was the star. You're right. <laughs> Don't troll me into You're this, you son of a bitch. I'm not. I'm not taking. I'm really happy they're greenlighting a sequel. Yeah. I knew they would because it was successful. Didn't you, like, in the box office. Huh? Didn't you hate it? No. <laughs> no, you came out of it. and You're like, I hate everything about what just. I'm happened. I'm so glad she listens to what I said. No, no. 
I'm really glad because I'm interested in the take they're going to do I'm now. It was a general fucking here. question. After you get the base down, you're curious. I am <laughs> yeah, too. The, the first movie... Because you know it's not going to be a, a repeat yeah. of the yeah. same pace that they did on the Any first one. Resume? And everything that we were critical about of the first one, I right. think doing a second one and having established Batman and being able to continue his storyline sure. in a really good way is going to be great because this is new Batman growing. Right. And now hopefully we're a few years into the future and it's more seasoned hopefully. Batman. Yes, I agree. Because they could make that jump without any issues. There would be no issues with him going, you know, this is yeah. Batman three or right. four years from now, and he's well more polished. Gotham's become way more criminalized with uh, all of his traditional villains, and you could just start bringing in a lot of cool characters. Yeah, so. 100%. So, so, Kevin Conroy. As Batman? Yeah. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's the he's classic that. voice of Batman. I mean, other than Adam West, but yeah. No, I mean Adam West played Batman, but Kevin a, Conroy is the voice. There of was Batman. a reason why they brought him back for the animated, like for a little bit, for a classic callback. Who Adam yeah. West? Yeah, I mean Adam West's voice is iconic, yes, but Kevin Conroy is the. Well, he, he was, was asking. He's like Robert Pattinson. Bat and Bat is like the best Batman. Changed my mind, and that's why I said Kevin Conroy. Uh, oh, I just thought you were having a weird moment where you said a random person's name. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's the oh, okay. So, our, to to. To go back to what you were saying a while ago. Me quitting? Jared, no, 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 not that. Jared and I each had some criticisms of yeah, the Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot but of criticisms. But we genuinely liked the movie. We just, there were some things that we didn't care for, correct? Fou foundationally, I think they did a great job. It was too long and too slow in certain spots. I think if I watched it again, I would enjoy different parts than what I uh, wasn't, uh, right. didn't care for whenever I saw it the first time, but they did lay down a world that they can build upon, and I'm excited to see that world. So yeah. it's kind of like how Dune, the newest Dune, it did a lot better job of drawing me into the storyline, but it also made me so excited for this for the sequel, or for, you know, part two, because part one did such a good job laying the groundwork for a story. Right. You know it was pace. literally just a whole shit ton of expo exposition for the second one, and the second one's going to be fantastic. So, I, I, Dune's one. probably my favorite movie ever made. Like, this I agree with uh, Tyler Burton. I do think that uh, Batfleck is still the best on-screen Batman as He's far scariest. as portraying Most the physicality of Batman. Know. I don't know about that one. I mean, he. I liked he, him. Don't get me wrong. I liked him as Batman, but I don't know. Well, physically, I think I like Christian Bale better than Batfleck. Well, what he's saying is, is, is Batfleck. If you think of Batman, like scary Batman, Batfleck was the scariest Batman. Like, like, like he's he's the biggest. He's the Ben strongest. Affleck's Batman looked like Jim Lee's drawings had come to life. Sure, yeah, broad chested, very tall. Yeah, you know. I mean, I can give you that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Robert Pattinson out of the bat suit, like the the bat suit in the Batman, did like right. the majority of the work for him being Batman. Because oh, bat out of the bat yeah. suit, he was so tiny. <laughs> It's my favorite bat suit out of yeah. all of them, for sure. It was intimidating as fuck. I mean, he's six three and he looked huge. Yeah, and uh, it looked like he would he would rule like ruin your life, like just trying to prevent you from jaywalking. Yeah, but bat Batfleck wins in a fight against all the Batman. But every time he was out of the suit, it was like hundred percent. How is he carrying this suit around? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This has got to be yeah. so heavy. Well, he swe he sweated so much he's losing weight all the that's time. That's why he's walking so slow everywhere. Well, also, <laughs> I, I heard, you know, 
plot armor is not that heavy. It just looks heavy. So <laughs> That's true, especially when it's borne by a righteous man, you right. know? Yeah. Oh, my God. I wish that we had, like, a bleeper button for every time plot armor came out of your guys' so, uh, mouth. It's, like, the worst profane thing you can say. It exists, Next, Danny. Remember can't, that can't one in forever. Daddy. Next on the list, we have a Wonder Twin live-action movie approved, and they have actually casted the Wonder Twins already. Uh, KJ I'm put a mark Appa. on you every time you say daddy. KJ Appa, uh, who is, uh, oh, Challenge accepted. Hey, just, uh, just talk to me. Okay, They're not paying yeah. attention. I'm, yeah, I'm professional. No, no, no. So, you guys uh, do whatever the fuck you want. What, what are you talking about, Blake? All right. Uh, Wonder Twins. Live action yeah, yeah, Oh, absolutely. The Wonder Twins have been casted. That's uh, so great. Who's the cast? Uh, okay. Or KJ Who's that? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Right, he's Dude, all, he sorry. plays Archie on Riverdale. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. And then also the girl we have, Isabel May, who is off of... Young Sheldon. Uh, yep, Young Sheldon. There we go. Oh, I love so, her. Yeah, so that, great. That kid that plays Archie is fucking yoked. He's. <laughs> would you beat him sure. in a fight, Danny? Yeah. That's cool. I would beat anyone in a fight. That was how this whole thing started. So I grew up watching Wonder Twins. Challenge accepted. And it, I don't know. I, I mean, look at it now. It's probably cheesy. I just remember sucks. him from Super Friends. I want to know what the monkey's yeah. going to look like. Was it Gloop? Or, no, no, no. No, it's uh, uh, I don't remember. It starts with a G. He was in, like, there was a preview for it in The Flash. Um, son of a monkey. Uh, ben, if you'll fact check the name of the monkey from the Wonder Twins, I was like loop, loop or something. and also see wrong. who the son of the monkey was. Son of a monkey. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, we also have. He's gonna bug me. God. <laughs> he Harley... told me last week. <laughs> uh, Harley Quinn's <laughs> Harley Quinn spinoff is following Kite Man owning a villain bar. Yes. So they're going to do an animated spinoff of that. Yeah. About I'm for it. This man owning a villain bar. I guess if it was a bar where everybody knows your name, that would kind of defeat the purpose of the secret identities, though, right? So it can't be like Cheers. He's got to find another yeah. gimmick. Uh, let's see. Maybe like free nuts or something at the bar. Gleek. Yes. Thank you, Ben. Gleek. Yeah. I, I said Gleek was Gleek. What, Gleek. what a crazily, like, unexpectedly good show. Like, when it first came out, I was like, oh. That seems interesting, but it Harley is a Quinn. very good show. Yeah, Harley Quinn's fantastic. I love fantastic. it. I'm super excited for the next season of it. I, the second season when like the way that they portrayed Joker throughout that entire one, yeah. and that entire like storyline with, with that, it was just glorious. I love yeah. it so much. I'm super excited for the next season. If you had told me that Penny from Big Bang Theory was going to be Harley Quinn and I was going to love it, I would have. I would have called you a fucking liar. There's no way. <laughs> and I would have been like, challenge accepted. She is There's such a Quinn. good yes. Harley Quinn. Yeah. It's fantastic. Her yeah, and Poison Ivy, that dynamic together. And then you have, uh, like, King Shark. That's my favorite adaptation <laughs> of King Shark ever. I love everything about him. Oh, no, 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 no. King Shark from the Suicide Squad. Oh, that is pretty freaking adorable. The fact that... Sylvester Stallone was the the voice of that, and I didn't fucking know until the the. Yeah. I literally read the end credits, and I'm going, "What the hell was Sylvester Stallone in this?" <laughs> I, I had to Google it because I was like, "What the hell happened?" Like he was, "Oh, me so smart, me read book good." That you don't beat that. Like that's that's. I the don't best. know the way. I can't. Who is the guy? I can't think of. It's Roy, Ray. Like, uh, from yeah, the Ray. Animated series. Uh, Mike Casey from Retro Recap is in the chat tonight. Mike, welcome back from your honeymoon. Hope you had a great time. Hope they didn't get trouble watching us. Mike, guess what day it is? But like him and yeah, Ron Funches, yes. Like his entire portrayal of like his just geeky side, and then like whenever Robin was trying to be Harley Quinn's like arch nemesis, it was the most adorable thing. Oh yeah, it was really good. I loved every minute of it. So Shazam two confirms an appearance of Wonder Woman. 
Not Superman this time, which yeah. that was kind of an appearance. So is it going to be like she was at the end of Peacemaker, where she's in silhouette, or is it actually going to be Gal Gadot <laughs> as Wonder Woman? That's all they're saying. So. What the hell are they cool. doing with that universe? Uh, I think they're going to Ezra Miller is getting axed. Is is I'm yeah. sorry if that was part of your thing, but like the, he's getting axed. No, no, he they were. They are. I... Not axing him now. They just aren't doing anything. I think honestly, what's going to happen is they're going to keep the HBO Max universe and DCEU is done. Like after they get done with the movies, they're going to blow I it up. I think that with some decent direction, um, I think with some decent direction, there is a way that <laughs> they can. <laughs> fix Go ahead, yeah, the DCEU. I'm, I'm waiting. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. It's, I, I don't there's know. There's no way is what no. you have to say. They've screwed yeah. it up. I mean, if Shazam 2 is going to be the property you're trying to uh, continue with this stuff, like, it, there's no continuity whatsoever. Yeah. You do not have you do not have a DC Universe Batman that fits with all these other characters. Robert Pattinson does not fit in a Justice League universe uh, with all these superheroes. He is, he is way more Christian Bailey than he has been Affleck in his scale of villains that he can fight. Mm-hmm. And so that you're not building that universe based off of him. And then if you try, you're just going to fail again because the tone and everything doesn't fit a Justice League stuff. They tried to be dark. They, then they tried to be funny with Justice League. And it just neither tone worked very well. They've so, already yeah. canceled the follow-up comic for Flashpoint. So yeah. I honestly think they've already made the comments with WB being merged with Discovery+. Plus that they're putting a hold on DC movies, but yet they're still going through with the HBO Max stuff, like the Wonder Twins, well, uh, Batgirl, all of that. I never knew they I really think... launched DC movies. <laughs> I'm not even dealing with you. Um, I think it's going to be one of those things that <coughs> DCEU is going to be exploded after they get done launching the movies that they have so they can try to make some of their movie uh, money back, and then it's just wash the hands and move yeah. on. I know they've already pulled The Flash and Aquaman 2 from their slate. So Mar- oh, really? Marvel should just buy DC and then make better yeah. movies. I mean, there's something to be said about in the history of the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe – I don't. I can't think of a time where somebody got in legal trouble or got Jeremy off Renner. Project who? Jeremy Renner. Oh. He got fired from Hawkeye and then they brought him back. What after. was it on? He what that was bullshit? What was it? I don't remember. What was his his uh, ex-wife accused him of uh, abuse and oh. then he was able to prove that it wasn't. And yep. then they brought him back to just play. Go, okay. Go, and like, James Gunn heard. got fired for ten-year-old <laughs> tweets that were inappropriate back when he was still with. Uh, um, uh, yeah, but that was stupid. What is it? Toxie. The, um... yeah, yeah. Well, you see where they're trying to get rid of uh, Star-Lord now. It's okay. It's Let's stupid. move on. <laughs> well, they're having the you same know, problem I, with the I thought I was had going through but, a good line you know, of... Uh... Kudos to James Gunn for standing up for Chris Pratt, though. Yeah, so, hell yeah. Uh, so anyways, next. Uh, so Ghostbuster <laughs> answered the call. <laughs> Even though it has some phenomenal actresses in it, uh, the movie sucked. Okay, so then finally they figured out nostalgia does work. So we are now getting a sequel of Ghostbuster Afterlife. Yeah, I haven't seen the, the all female cast Ghostbusters. I've not heard great it's things bad. about it. So bad. But that doesn't mean I'm going to hate it. I I love yeah. movies people hate, so that's not. It, 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 it didn't fail because it. it was female led. It no. failed because the writing sucked yes, and yeah. they tried to stick with jokes right. that weren't Because they, they had great they, actresses yeah. in it. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the actresses that were in it are great. The movie just sucked. Yeah, it just it just wasn't good. Uh, next one up Venom 3 is officially being greenlighted <laughs> and is in the works to start Jesus being created. Christ. Why? I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, other than the fact that Sony just thinks that if they just keep pushing with this 
Sony Spider-Verse right. that they'll eventually hit gold. Or I really think their whole plan is to piggyback on the popularity of uh, of No Way Home. Sony's not even going to hit gold if they had Jed Clampett on their side. Yeah, I, I mean, they just need to give up. <laughs> Shot that was fired. Really good. Holy shit! That was a good. Be, I mean, really it'd be black job. gold, Texas oh, tea. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was so. Had a boy. We got Guardians of the Galaxy uh, holiday special teases. Uh, Cosmo the space dog. In case you're wondering, uh, uh, the they doggy. gave out uh, some ornaments to the cast members, and one, Cosmo was on there with the regular Guardians of the Galaxy cast. So yeah, well, Cosmo was in uh, one. One. Yeah. He was in with um, yeah. Howard the Duck. And he the, the at the end. Yeah. And he, he showed up in What If. Yeah, he yes. was in the Thor yeah, episode. Right. Yep. 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 Hey, man, Howard. Uh, that's, listen, that's the difference between DC and Marvel is we watched What If, and it wasn't even necessarily supposed to be a great success, but we still remember a Cosmos and his two-second portrayal yeah. of, <laughs> of a gr- Not even the best episode of What If. That's why Marvel wins is because we remember that shit right. because they make it rememberable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, last but not least, we have Hayden Christensen. Uh, teases that he's going to be giving us more Darth Vader Ugh. than past Obi Wan after Obi Wan. Why? So, I'm. It's. I'm. Torn. I'm not holding any. I'm not saying anything until I see Obi Wan. I'm not saying whether or not I want him to come back or I don't want him to come back until I see Obi Wan. I'm just. I'm torn because I want more Darth Vader, mm. but I don't necessarily want more Hayden, Hayden Christensen, Christensen. Yeah. as Darth Vader. It, I my, think he could. He could pull it back. He could it, make a comeback for it. In my opinion, the yeah, worst the thing away. that the prequels did was cast Hayden Christensen as as Darth Vader. I just thought it just wasn't the right choice. It just the whiny. Yeah, crybaby, and that's all Anakin it was. But was, was that so him, or bad. was that the way that they were directing it? I think that might be the way they were directing it. I've but seen he just Hayden leaned Christensen into it enough to where things. I believed that he right. was. Like sometimes people act and you don't believe it. I just yeah. got an annoying feel from how he was whining. But also, it just, it just I don't impossible yeah. that they were doing the best they could with the character that they had signed for the contract. True. That he was like. <gasps> And it was like, I don't like sand. Of course, I think it's everywhere. I, I don't want to. You have I, a lightsaber, you son of a bitch. I don't want to hurt your feelings, uh, Hayden. But could you just maybe not be like? How could we dial this back? Let's. What's a good way to say this? What do we got? James could you not Cameron, be so bitchy? <laughs> I don't think we're getting James Cameron or Hayden Christensen on the show ever. I'm fine so. with it. Yeah. I don't know. So for me, when I was growing up, my mom was the one that introduced me to Star Wars. My dad introduced me to Star Trek. That's why I always joke that they got divorced because my dad was a Trekkie and my mom was a Star Wars. But whenever I first found out about Star Wars, it was with the prequels. So for me, Jar Jar Binks didn't really bother me because that's how I was growing up. I, I grew up with it. I didn't mind Jar Jar Binks. I didn't mind any of that. Hayden Christensen was just kind of just another thing. And I feel like it was more with the acting side, like the, what he was directed to do, than it was him as an actual actor. So that's why I'm holding all judgment until I see Obi-Wan. Malnourished said Daniel Day-Lewis couldn't have saved that dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't imagine him getting method in a Star Wars movie and what that would even look like. But anyway, Blake. <laughs> that's this week on Rumor Mill. These rumors are milled. Fantastic. I'm glad you hit yourself with those. I'm trying to be easy with it. So. Uh-huh. I mean, I Am Number 4 isn't a terrible movie. Can I actually I add actually one like more? I actually like that movie. And they never made any more. It's got Samuel Jackson in it. Yeah, motherfucker. 
<laughs> Can I add one more? Yeah, sure. So I know this is one that we're going to be doing as a TikTok, and i got a blog that's in the process of whenever I'm not dying that I want to talk about. But what do you think your chances of seeing, I think her, that you announce, like, pronounce it Clea and Doctor Strange too? Yeah, Clea Strange. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe at the end. I... Like a post-credit scene or something. I don't know. I think that's going to be part of their guidance. Like, if they go into the dark dimension, I think that's going to be the guide for the dark dimension, since she is Sorcerer Supreme now in the comics. It, I, with Clea, Clea Strange, um, or with Christine being kind of the focus, and we're getting two versions of her. We're getting the, the version mm-hmm. from his reality, and then we're getting the Night Nurse version of her. With her being in the movie, I feel like they're going to wrap up the storyline with her, and yeah. then maybe introduce Clea near the end. I can agree with that. As a, and maybe she's in yeah. Carmitage or, um, but we also don't know with all the leaks stuff. What is it that we're not going to find out until we see the movie? So there's just so many. Because they've been really oh yeah, Jumper, not I am number four. They've been really good Thank with you. calling out casting because uh, the casting for a uh, older version of uh, Ant Man's daughter in Endgame right. was like picked up and then people were that's how we figured out there's going to be uh, a time gap between uh, Infinity War and Endgame so I mean I think if they were going to cast uh, like a younger female lead that there would have been a lot of speculation as to who that they've was. They've already speculated the casting for her. What I'm saying is, is if somebody was cast for a young character they would have been pulling everybody would have been speculating to saying oh well who is she going to be outside of what they've already established. Yeah. So they're really good about going, okay, we, we know that this character is this person, this character is this person, blah, 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 blah. Who the hell is this character on the ca- call sheet for casting? And then that's how we found out that Ant-Man's older daughter right. got cast was because they were they basically narrowed it down. We're like, okay, cool, that's what it is. So I, I think they would have probably if there would have been a leak already if we were going to have somebody that would – well, there's that. technically been three leaks for it. So one of the things that they had done is that uh, Sam Raimi had given out comics for some of the stunt crew. And the comic itself that they had given out actually featured Clea on it. And that was like one of the only characters that sure. is going to be tied with it. And then they also had leaked images for concept art with Clea in it. And then there's also been, I think it was uh, Shalice Theron. Okay. Um, that has been theoried as far as actually playing for Clea. I can't talk. I can't help myself. I can't either. I hate everybody. It's not you. I love it when everybody says her name. Um, So those are the three leaks. That's why there's so much speculation right now about her possibly appearing in it. Plus with her taking over the role as Sorcerer Supreme. And uh, Ben Cumberbatch has already said that depending on what they do for the story, this may or may not be his last one. Hmm. Uh, He's not done. Yeah. I sadly don't know enough about El Muerto. Or Bad Bunny to comment on like this casting of El Muerto. Yeah. I don't know anything Sony about the character, movie. but I love uh, Bad Bunny. It's a, it's a superpowered uh, wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. He's a luchador. Yep, a luchador. And the, the mask grants the powers, um, and he's a, a foil to Spider Man. But as I say, he's teamed up with Spider Man a couple of times, right? I think. Probably, I don't. Yeah. know. Everybody's teamed up with Spider Man at this point. Well, uh, that right there just shows you what the hell is Sony doing? Who wants to see yeah, a exactly. powered wrestler? Are y'all gonna bring Mickey Rourke back? Well, they're like, they're <laughs> like. Uh, I said, I'm not. I hate everything Marvel. Look what look what Marvel did with Guardians of the Galaxy. These are unknown characters. They right. made it really popular. Sure. Like, well, it's just who who do, who do they not use in the comics? Let's just use them. Like, yeah. it's it's so bad. Sony, stay in the DC realm. You're good. Yeah. Uh, what about Moon Knight, guys? Episode five. Have y'all seen that? Oh yeah, sure, 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 sure. So before we dig into that, I do want to <laughs> yeah, say, um, no, 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 you're good. Uh, as far as the 
them bringing Clea Strange in like some kind of surprise character, like them keeping that secret, mm-hmm. that would be on the level of them making Sharon Carter the power broker. Like Clea Strange is cool, mm-hmm. but she's only known to comic fans. Like yeah. she's yeah, not she she's not a broader character. Else. So like a big reveal of Clea Strange at the end of Doctor Strange Two. Well, while that would be cool, and we'd be like, oh shit, wow, it's Clea Strange. Like most people are just going to be like, "Who's that? Who the fuck is that?" But that's why. The same is, way with why the did they keep nurses? this secret for so long? Like, is, why didn't they is, just tell us who it was? Is Clea Strange just been introduced in the last few years? No, no. she's an older character. Oh, she's, she's been, been around, around for a hot minute. Oh. I think Her she's and Strange been a... have been married for a hot minute. I think she's been around since the seventies, maybe late sixties. Okay, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna say that maybe, the... maybe since it's a new character, but I mean, they have so many characters to pull from. If they're keeping Benedict Cumberbatch as you know, even if he's not the Sorcerer Supreme since uh, Wong took that over, uh, he is still kind of our main magic person. So it would be interesting yeah. to see how many people they bring in to build that world um, and whether or not they're trying to steer into different directions as well. Because you think yeah. every time we introduce a new character, it's either going to be a mini series or they're going to be a part of new movies now. And so, and even though the world's expanding, it, we're still getting a a bunch of characters. So well, so like like Seth said up there in the comments, I think uh, his character's too loved. He's not going anywhere. Sure. And plus, he's kind of replacing the I think the Tony Stark thing. You know, he's going to be kind of the new. Kind, and I could be wrong, <laughs> but he may be you know more of the new leader or more of the uh, person yeah. for guidance. Well, in, in Doctor Strange, can be spun off into uh, you know Blade Blade's portion of the MCU. Oh yeah, uh, they can do like Midnight a dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they can do a lot with right. both sides of them because she's technically. Um, Dormammu, uh, or I can't say his name. Dormammu. Yeah, that's his. That's her uncle. Yeah, everybody's She's got one. A monkey's uncle. So, like, there's a lot that they could do with the character, but he said specifically, <laughs> "You're on fire that tonight." It depends on what they do with the character. If he doesn't like what MCU's doing with this character, he's out. He's done. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think they're only ramping him up to do more, not less. I think that we've got an Avengers movie coming where the majority of our main Avengers cast is gone. And some of our people who were around for some of the Avengers movies but weren't starting Avengers are going to be the ones that are curating this next team. Yeah. Um, so Benedict Cumberbatch, definitely a prime candidate to be that mentor. And, and as well as Tom know, Holland, like Spider-Man. And, and how a lot and of their, their um, contracts have been, a lot of the, the big-name stars, they signed on for four or five, six movies. And realistically... <laughs> He he was in Doctor Strange one. He was in Infinity War. He was in Endgame, and then he was in uh, No Way Home. So yeah. so if he would have signed for more movies, which why not? I mean, because you're going to be making that good money, and it's going by quick. He's he's probably still at least going to be in a few more movies on top of. That. I think he'll be I'm in the next also... season of What If for sure. Yeah. Well, that season may not two. even that may just be an add-on to contractual things because I mean that that takes a few days in a booth and then you're done. I, so that's I'm not interested to see how many he features or movies he signed on for, and I'm also interested to see what they do with Oscar Isaac after the end of Moon Knight, yes, which sure. is why we should yes. probably talk about episode five. Ben, Sorry, will you look up Benedict Cumberbatch's um, contract? See if it's uh, public record. Yeah, Ben, you want to check that for us? Uh, Sorry, I squirreled. You're good. Uh, so, episode five of Moon Knight, uh, Mark's still dead. Yep. What? Uh, yep. Oh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I, 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 I was hoping we would... Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Okay, if you're still here, it's on you. So, I was really hoping that this uh, episode would have moved a little further along before it ended. 
I didn't expect to still be on a fucking boat by the end of it. Cumberbatch's uh, uh, contract. How many movies he was contracted to do. Yeah. So, but super emotional episode. Very. Uh, and you, we get to see that he got the personalities way before Khonshu, uh I mean, as a child. And, whew, man, that was that was a harsh, harsh memories to go down. I mean, yes. honestly. So we see what caused the split. What, yeah. what led him to have disassociated of identity disorder and and how he ended up with Steven. Used as a defense mechanism. I mean, Yes. One of the questions, and Ben shared this with us in our chat, um, that is still not being answered is why all of this filming equipment is showing up in the, the show while they're filming. They've seen – there's been – while filming, there's been two green screens left in, and there has been a cameraman left in a shot while they're running past him. Uh-uh. You talking about like the Starbucks thing for Game of Thrones type of thing or like intentional no, like I'm, booming? Like it seems like it's intentional. So in episode two, I believe, when they're fighting on a rooftop, during the whole fight scene, there's a green screen very visibly in the shot for the whole thing. And then in episode three or four, I think it's four. In episode four, they're running through Egypt and there's a green screen in the background, and then they run right past a cameraman who's filming them. In episode three? Four, I I've, I've not caught that. And it was all, it's all been left in. And there's a story from the comics where Mark is actually in a movie being filmed about Moon Knight as opposed to him actually being Moon Knight. And it's part of his, like, coping mechanisms or whatever is that he's an, he's an, he thinks he's an actor. Um, so Interesting. It has been six pictures, Ben says. Um, so he's five with yeah. um, the newest one coming up. So there's this theory that this whole thing is going to turn out to be, or in some way for Mark, he's going to think he's filming a movie. And this whole time he's just been playing a role. And then Steven doesn't know that he's Mark. And then Jake is going to be the person that actually knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And, I mean, it could honestly be a psychological play from uh, old what's-his-face, Ethan Hawke's character, to kind of mess with Mark's psychology. Because, I mean, if you're seeing random spots there, but they're not overselling it, it could just be a subtle nod, and then we get something in the next episode where they're like, hey, do you remember all this stuff? You're really not Moon Knight. You're dreaming this, and you need to wake up. Yeah, I'm not but, sure where they're how going. How are we going to see Steven fall off the boat and then turn into sand? Steven doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> like, the, that's that's one of the interesting things. Steven's definitely coming back. Sure. Steven's not a person. He doesn't actually exist. Right. He, um... He definitely could just come back. Like Mark, Mark just created and begin with. Also, so. there's a theory where you know it goes to the quick deal where he wakes up again and it shows him sitting there with a busted nose. Uh, yeah, and like he don't sound like Mark or Stephen. Supposedly that's Jake, right? Right. right. Or, or yeah, Jake, right then and there. Uh, and but he doesn't really have enough, you know, speaking time. He has enough speaking time. Like that's not neither one of these guys. But then boom, he's back into you know in front of the hippo. So yeah. So yes, the. Uh, the theory is that the start of the episode when he's sitting there with the busted nose and he's, is that that's actually the first time we have seen uh, uh, Jake? Yeah. Yeah, Jake on screen. Jake Lawfully. Yeah. Uh, Do you actually see so, Jake this episode? Like, huh? Do you actually see I, Jake I, I, this I, th episode? I think we That's do. a theory. They yeah. don't ever confirm it. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
Here's another thing I wonder. Will we see Steven again or will we not? Will this actually be toward the end, him accepting you know, and dealing with his past? So this actually gets rid of Steven, who he goes back and forth as. Mm -hmm. And now we will come out of this uh, season and where we see him again will be more of just him and Jake going back and forth. I think that they would be doing his dissociative identity disorder a disservice not to just cure Steven. I think right. by the end of it, especially with the symbolism that they have in the actual opening scene where you see threes a lot, like you see three of Oscar Isaac's face, you see threes repeatedly. I think by the end of the, the last episode, you're actually going to see all three of them working together in order to defeat. Oh, yeah. so. I'd rather see three than two anyway. What I'm excited about is the theory that because Moon Knight is Mark and Mr. Knight is Steven, so that is we're going to see a third Moon Knight costume just for Jake. I don't know. I, like in the, in the comics, that's comic? not a thing. But yeah. for but for the show, every identity so far, which is are only we? two, are, are, has had their own costume. Are we? Or is he going to actually know what uh, the regular costume looks like? That's a good be point. Like, oh, a suit. Because he just did Mr. Knight because he's like, what suit? You know. So yeah. he thought of a suit. So Jake may actually know what the actual proper yeah, suit if, is. If so. Steven's still cognitive whenever Mark is fighting and he can kind of have the consciousness, you'd almost assume that he's still seeing things through Mark's eyes because he's responding right. to things that are going on. So he should at least be have seen the Moon Knight costume at some point, right. which leads me to believe that when he transforms, that's just kind of what he does and that he's not going to change it. Plus, in the comics, Mr. Knight was a different entity from Moon yeah, Knight. He's a whole other personality. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. Mark. In the comics, <laughs> Mr. Knight is just Mark in the Moon Knight costume mm -hmm. pretending to be a civilized like caretaker for Moon Knight. Oh, is it? it yeah, mm -hmm. Mark is both huh. Moon Knight identities yeah. in the comics. Um, but they're going to have a lot to wrap up with episode six. But yeah. then also, you guys have to remember, we, we think about that as like we've gotten six parts. But your average movie, two to three hours. An hour is plenty of time to tell that end story. Oh, yeah. The director yeah. himself even said that he looks at each, at like each two episodes is a movie all in itself. So episode five and episode six are going to be the beginning and end of an individual movie. Okay. Hmm. So Mike does weird things to me. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Moon Knight, uh, I like Khonshu, but we should also uh, share our list of our top five favorite mythological gods. Yep. I have rock hard for you right now. <laughs> like, like if I was a big blue alien, yeah. would you be like, like that reaction? Exactly like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. That's my kink. Uh, so, uh, we're doing top five mythological gods. Now we have to say mythological because uh, Blake still ex uh, believes that there's some gods that exist, and we're trying to be respectful of his beliefs. Uh, um, let's preface that by saying we respect all of your beliefs, and yeah, we're not going to tell you and what I, you should believe in. I joke, but I yeah. I have a I I have a belief. I I have a god. So nice. it's okay. I've seen um, it. It's made of uh, chewing gum in his closet. Yes, I have a. <laughs> it looks a lot like a Richard shrine. Gere, but not like good Richard Gere, like old kind of. <laughs> oh, you didn't age well, Richard Gere. So and at least with the bubble gum, you get the pink hair Richard Gere from Runaway Bride. All I can yeah, think yeah, of yeah, is Hey sure, Arnold. Sure. That's yeah. all it's, I can think it's of. Actually actually that's why, what I was pulling it from. That's yeah. why he dyes his hair pink in it, memory of Richard Gere. Yep. Yeah, it doubles as a gerbil. Is Richard Gere dead? No, he's oh, alive. It, well, I'm sure he will be soon. Rip in the chat for Richard Gere whenever yeah, he, F, he does. Yeah, F in the away. chat for your respects to Richard Gere. Um, but also, Oof. it doubles as a gerbil he tank. He passed away? I, Jesus, fuck. Can I just make this joke land? It doubles <laughs> no. No, as can't. a gerbil sure. tank. 
No, you cannot. Sir. Wait, God! What jar- What doubles is a German take? My Richard Gear Shrine. You have a Richard Gear Shrine? Yes, it doubles as a gerbil take. It looks like Danny. Him. I'm sorry, I can't talk about your weird gerbil sex thing. We got to talk about our top five. All right, Brittany. So- Brittany, you want to give us your number five? Yes, yes, I would love to. <laughs> My number it's not five. Easy being this good. <laughs> My number five is Artemis. And what's she known for? <laughs> she is the goddess of the hunt. Okay, and uh, and uh, she's the goddess of. Uh, she is the goddess of the hunts. She is the goddess of the wilderness, the wild nature, vegetation, and of the moon for Greek mythology. Isn't she also uh, uh, a goddess of love? Like uh, no, like, that's no? Aphrodite. Aphrodite is one too, but I believe Artemis. Uh, no, no? Okay. she's not tied in with that one. What she's, am I thinking? Uh, celibate. Anyway, C- celibacy. Blake, she's the number five. Celibacy. My number five. Uh, Heimdall. Just ignore me. Yeah, I heard I it. I heard question, it. Celibacy. No. Yeah. Heimdall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he's a god. He's a guards by frost. Uh, he can hear and see through different galaxies, and he can wield a sword and is very strong. I bet he's a pervert too. Okay, so you're doing the MCU, which no, is funny I'm doing, because I'm, I was going to go with that. Any. Anything. No, but you're saying the MCU yes, Heimdall MCU, is the yes. one you're referring yep. to. Yeah. Just say Idris Elba. You don't have to say yeah, Heimdall. Frick, Idris, yeah. Idris Elba is yeah. probably Daddy a Elba? god in human form. Yeah, Daddy Elba. So, mm. whew. There you go. I'll take that one. Yeah, I could have an Idris Elba shrine in my closet for sure. I would worship oh, Idris sure. Elba. I would rather not have a shrine. I'd actually rather have the real thing. Okay. Jared, <laughs> you're number five. You just can't do anything with gerbils. That's all I know. <laughs> so my number five comes from the lovely world of you Game of Thrones. You opened this door, sir, and, and uh, you just pushed us all through it. Yeah. Uh, when Tyrion told his dad that he was the god of tits and wine, that's my <laughs> one of my favorite pulls from Game of Thrones of all time. So, yes. no, I, I'm not touching your finger anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's all. It's not even really a god. I just love that line. So, I am the god of tits and wine. It's a good line. Yeah, you have to aspire to be something. There you go, uh, Heather. What do we got in chat? Nick Bex number five is Aphrodite. Nice. Uh, Test number one is OGJC. Okay, he's kicking it off with his uh, his number ones. Uh. <laughs> Taylor's number five is Ares. Yay. God of War. And Ben's number five is Raiden. Yeah, and uh, the one from Mortal Kombat, uh, move over Thor, the real god of thunder, is here. Ooh, that, eh, Shots that would fired. be an interesting fight. And... Wow, there's a uh, he says a lot, but uh, anyway, uh, he's saying Raiden would make Thor his bitch. My number five, what? Mad <laughs> Mad Sweeney from uh, American Gods. He is. I love that show. Yes. I forgot about that. He's an ancient uh, pagan god who then was uh, his all of his culture was taken over, diminished until he just became a wee Irish leprechaun. Uh, he's Aww. the god of booze and gold and and uh, war. Uh, Is that worth watching? I've been yes. like tempted no, to watch so it. Good. It's so good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and also played and by uh, the guy that's playing Master Chief. It should be uh, that. Should be uh, stop uh, the United States God. No, yes. main, the main character Booze. is uh, Ian McShane. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Leif Schreiber's brother is the one that's uh, playing that plays Matt Sweeney. No, no, no. I know, but the main the main character in there in the God is yeah. Ian Odin. McShane. Yeah. 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 Cool, Mr. Wednesday. Yep. Brittany, your number four. Uh, my number four is actually going to be Aphrodite. Okay. Uh, already named in the list, but why don't you go ahead and tell us all about her? The goddess of sexuality and pleasure. 
Nice, 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 That's nice, nice. I, I bet she knows where the clit is. She's actually, <laughs> Blake, she's actually been on Comic-Con after dark, so uh, yes. we've interviewed she her several times. She makes an appearance times. a couple times. All right, yep. Blake, you're number four. <laughs> uh, Poseidon, uh, god of the sea, also known as god of horses. Uh, he's a lead in deity and uh, has a badass trident and hot temper. So Yeah. Uh, and brother of Zeus, yep. uh, one of the He also three. talks to fish. If my yeah. number four yeah. makes everybody awkward, I can't wait for the rest you, of my life. Can you list. imagine if you were like Aquaman or uh, Poseidon and you want a can of anchovies and that's what your power to do? Whoop, 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 whoop. Just summons Pop a can, a can of, of, anchovies? of anchovies? Yeah. So like it only you only summon dead dead fish that are well, in can form. Well, from what I understand, I don't think you're Poseidon. I don't think you're Poseidon no, no. Aquaman. I think well, you're, you're drunk at a well, convenience I got that mistaken. store. That, that, that's Aquaman. Seven Eleven. This is how I am Aquaman, Lord of the Seven Seas. Like, sir, put your fucking pants on and get out of the Seven Eleven. Like, what are you doing? Have you watched Jared, the Cartoon Network Aquaman, the animated no. series? It's actually hilarious. Jared, you're number four. So- it deals with shit like that, though. That's the reason it so popped my, in my So head. my actual first one is actually from Game of Thrones as well, and it would be the Lord of Light. Uh, in Game of Thrones, they have a lot of different gods, but uh, he's th- this one is the one only one you actually ever see do do anything, except for maybe. Well, now we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, even though the last season was an absolute trash fire, uh, the scene where um, the red the red woman lights all the Dothraki swords up and then they charge in a battle is one yeah. of the coolest things I've ever seen. That's a badass god power right there. So, yeah. There was another creepy it. scene that had involved that. Wasn't there, like, where somebody was born from the light Ooh, or something? Yeah, she... Yeah. Like, that was... Yeah, like, they birthed I, a demon the person popped... to kill Lord uh, Renly Baratheon. Yeah. Yes. So that way Stannis Cabra- Baratheon would no longer have to worry about fighting anybody else from Storm's End or actually... Um, uh, the Tyrells who joined the army in Renly Baratheon, even though he was actually uh, second in line for the throne after Stannis, <laughs> whenever their uh, their older brother uh, died. Uh, Is this what I sound like? Yes. Sometimes, yes. Yes. The two, Heather. two, two th- fucking things I know. I know Game of Thrones and I know Halo, man. They can swim in, in my waters. I'm gonna I'm gonna pounce. I still don't, did you like Halo the TV series? Or are you not for it? I can't remember what your stance on that one. I, was. We can talk about it after the list, but okay, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Squirrel, I told you I'm not on my ADHD medicine. Is raw. What? You're fine. Seth's number four is Bernie Sanders. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, Everybody's he grandpa. That he can't even manage to win an election. <laughs> Everybody's grandpa. <laughs> Taylor's got Thor, and Ben's number four is Atlas. Yeah, nice. Atlas, uh, and he's like. Because Atlas is the only one that had the balls to lead the boys back to Olympus and take over, uh, get rid of the other Titans. He's not technically a god, but he's still carrying the heavens on his shoulders. Total yeah. badass. You know, and I got just good, like you, I, Danny. I heard of a good representation this morning. I was in my uh, men's group meeting. I did not know uh, where this was going. And you know, he had Atlas. You know, talking about oh, he's he's such a big man. He got the world on his shoulders. And then there's this place where you walk behind him, and then you have adolescent Jesus just holding the world in the palm of his hands. <laughs> So, anyways. so Seth's number one, Jesus Christ, uh, and I also like to say Jesus Christ. Uh, my number four is. <laughs> See, that was a good segue, right? It was. Start it losing was. people. Uh, thanks, Ben. Uh, my number four is Cthulhu, the Mad God, uh, the Eldritch God of Huh. Call it Cthulhu. Yeah, of nice. of uh, a, uh, H.P. Lovecraft's horror-based uh, pantheon of gods. Um, he's a god that has existed before the beginning of time, and sure. uh, happened to choose Earth as his abode. Uh, and he visits 
fun 1920s era era horror on you know what a unsuspecting cra- people what a crazy thing i've i've wanted to do a call of cthulhu uh like maybe like a mini series with my it, D group it's so. a really fun game engine the, the mechanics on it are yeah. really interesting i i remember from dungeons and daddies very good podcast you should listen to that mm-hmm. uh i can say that because the it's the name of the Dadness. podcast and it's not in a pervy way except for a few of those everything episodes. out of your face is a pervy way that's true for all of us there you go. Um, but I, I really like the mechanics on that because it's different enough from normal D&D that mm-hmm. it kind of do different thing. But, yeah, it's it's really, really cool. I, I like that. Oh, yeah, I really enjoy it. Uh, Brittany, you're number three. Uh, my number three still carries on with the continuous trends. It's an Egyptian god, Hathor. She is the goddess of love, beauty, music, dancing, fertility, and sexual pleasure. Nice. Nice, nice, yep. nice. And we need all of those things. Yes. Yep. My number three is uh, Aslan from Chronicles of Narnia. <gasps> yes, Lion Jesus. That is their yeah their representation of their god in that storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have Liam Neeson voicing him. I mean, what Liam more Neeson's? Icon- yeah, what, what more yeah. iconic voice do you have playing God? So you know they actually. Minus the kids, I hate those fucking kids in the movies. They, oh, they did. They I did, did some really kid. good casting outside. Yeah. I mean, the, the casting of those kids bad. were good, but like, I really liked the. the it, you know, they kind of get a bad rap for those movies, but honestly, I, CGI wise, the storytelling wasn't the worst. Like, they had cool battles. They didn't right. stray away from like showing you cool epic battles. And I mean, when you have a battle where there's an eagle, a cheetah, a minotaur, a bunch of centaurs, like there's, there's a crazy <laughs> amount of mythological creatures in there. Like the humans, yeah. except for the second one, were pretty much, I thought uh, the books were good. I, I've read yeah, every single book. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I love Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe. The whole yeah. well, I can't think of his name, but the younger son, the little Edmund? boy, Bob- I wanted Bobby? to punch him in the face. I don't know how many times watching him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a little, just, just when he's being a spoiled little uh, brat though like later in the books he's uh, like the one that, well, he betrayed his Turkish brothers delights. and sisters for sweets for turkish delights yeah you yeah. kick that kid in the teeth and you tell him to go home like he's not part of this fun adventure yeah, he's anymore. an analog for judas iscariot oh yeah you're uh, right yeah you're right yeah exactly was right. there 11 yeah. pieces There's of candy i need to send you later i think you'll enjoy yeah what was was there 11 pieces of candy uh, I, I do many, believe. Many, I do how believe. How many silver pieces? Thirty-three or? Is that... I, I do yeah. believe the Turkish delight was a baker's dozen, and two pieces were missing. That's. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just making that up. I appreciate that. Uh, Blake. <laughs> no, Jared, you're number three. So my my number three comes from the world of Skyrim, uh, and that would be the uh, dragon god uh, Parthenax. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, first friendly dragons you meet in the game. Uh, the whole game in general is badass as fuck but when you first start getting help from these dragons and learn your uh your your shouts like it starts turning into a whole nother ball game so you want to talk about scary dragon moments i just started playing elden ring on my ps5 <laughs> oh yeah okay and i walked down into the one, center one, one, of your this, what on my ps5 oh, nice. and i walked down into the you center it was on your xbox x i go to universal no. i have a xbox ps5 sucks. oh i pay my bills on time playstation <laughs> master race for life uh but anyway, uh, <laughs> you walked out into this lake, like, right after you start the game, and I didn't realize that you shouldn't walk to the very center, because the second I get in the center, this giant fucking dragon lands and starts, like, roaring and shit, and I just, like, jumped on my horse and yeah. rode far away as I could. I'm not ready to fight that fucker. You really shouldn't do anything in that game other than just stand in place as soon as you spawn, because yeah. in the early, early days, you, you can die pretty quickly. Yes, not... and it's been... It, that has been my experience, and uh, I've only ever played Dark Souls in that kind of uh, Demon Souls, Souls, yeah, branch yeah. of like oh, and Sekiro. Uh, I've played both of those, but uh, yeah. I, this is my first like t- uh, attempt game? into the demon 
Demon Souls realm of games. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's not an easy game now. to play. There was no, a guy that played the final boss, and it took him like 260 plus times, and now he's known. It, I, he's like the naked. He's the naked warrior. He the has the pot on his head, and he has like the diaper, and he's actually yeah. like a uh, he helps spawn in there now. He like helps they added people. Him to the game beat the final person it's yeah. so freaking funny because like it's a lore within the game now that yeah. the, the naked warrior could help you uh, it's defeat glorious the final boss. i love watching everything with that <laughs> yes uh heather what do we have in chat taylor's number three is hades from the disney animated Hercules. yeah way way up <laughs> yeah nick's number three is freya nice freya yeah freya I love she's her. a bad bitch don't fuck with freya mm. that's sexist no. <laughs> Is it not? No. I thought we were just throwing any bad wild bitch. accusation out tonight and it was going to stick. No, that's only my card <laughs> trick, not yours. Why? <laughs> Let me solo her. That's the guy. That's kind of sexist. Your point? Is only your uh, Let's not do so this. so innocent, you can't tell him he's a liar. <laughs> Finn's number I can. three is Ra. Yes, Amon Ra. Yeah. Uh, sun God. Uh, for him. Wasn't Hathor in Noon Knight? Wasn't that the goddess that she he was talking to that was trying to give him the help and uh, yes. mm-hmm. yeah yep. I just happened to think about that squirrel sorry there's a squirrel in here? all right cool and my <laughs> number three yeah. is the mighty Thor himself uh, specifically nice. perhaps the Norse uh, traditional Thor oh, yeah, sure. uh, he's a little bit grungier than your MCU <laughs> golden yeah. god version yeah. of yeah. Thor he's he's got a huge body count uh, he's a god of war himself. Uh, and uh, just a total badass. I mean, like... Uh, yeah. His eyes just aren't as blue and dreamy, so... Mm. Well, I mean, I think they can be whatever he wants them to be. He's a god. So. Nobody's ever actually known what uh, Norse uh, god Thor's eyes look uh, like because they were dead before they got to look into him too closely. So Yeah, Nor- <laughs> North, Norse mythology Thor is a lot more brutal and, a, and far less charming than MCU. He uh, looks uh, a lot more like bro Thor than... Yeah. Uh, than, than you got know, a much Chris bigger Hemsworth. hammer than uh, what yes. Mjolnir is. So. All, all of the Norse mythology is a lot more gruesome. Yeah, Loki's sure. more gruesome. Yeah, like, they be they be fucking in Norse mythology. Th- Loki's mm. got like way too many kids. They, yeah. He's on he's on the Mori Povich show a lot. Like, <laughs> this one's yours. Yeah, uh, Hella is actually Loki's daughter. Daughter. Yep. Yeah, uh, Brittany, you're number two. Freja. Fraser. Freya. Freja. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yes. yes. She is so, the goddess of war and love. She will fucking Odin. destroy your ass while making love to you. Like, I yeah. like that you laugh at my jokes, Heather. It makes me very happy. Somebody has to. Yeah. I hear, I hear a, a little chuckle over there from our sound uh, department every time I make <laughs> jokes. If you guys, uh, yeah, if you're trying to find uh, facts about Freya, just look up Destroy Your Ass While Making Love to You, and then just click the first video that comes up. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> Blake, you're number two. Blue waffles. Just Freya, don't do it. Slam some ass. Is, no, there ass. Is, there, <laughs> is there a website you have to go to before you look this up, or you just Google? No, you can just, just look Google. for the cats. If make you find sure the cats and follow the way, you're good. Make sure your safe search is off. Uh, <laughs> Go into incognito mode. Dan, Danny, I'm a maverick. My safe search is always off. Yeah, hell yeah. So my number two uh, is just recently, honestly, I have no – didn't even really know who this person was until Moon Knight. But Khonshu, like, I, I really love this character that they have portrayed him in the MCU on the show. And then he, he – once again, his the guy – I can't think of the actor who's playing his voice. But such an iconic voice. Yeah. I mean, honestly. 
so, so far, uh, because of this Moon Knight show, uh, Kanchi is my number two. He's pretty cool. Yeah, Traveler, God of Moon, Teleportation, Healing, and Resurrection. So. Jared, give us your number two. So my number two is kind of what you view to be a god, but that's uh, from the world of Halo, and that would be the Forerunners. Uh, okay. If you know anything about the uh, the lore of Halo... I don't. Uh, so the Forerunners are ancient beings, which the... Uh, the villains in this show, the Covenant, are worshipping and traveling the stars to find all their relics and in worlds in which they've left their technology. And come to find out through the games, uh, humans were actually directly descended from mm-hmm. Forerunners, but they were part of the races being exterminated by the Covenant in their search for the higher learning of uh, of figuring out the Forerunner technology that they called the, the Great Journey. So it's kind of interesting. They were fighting all these people, and then they realized the only way to activate forerunner technologies by using humans and doing shit so like it's just kind of a cool thing fuck you dan no i'm loving halo, this halo has its goddamn place no, it's not. podcast so with I, your creepy little grin i only started like I, I by the time i got really into gaming like whatever console wise, i'm just his face was doing i'm listening i didn't really get into halo by the time i started actually gaming so i had to go through before i watched the halo tv series i sure. did a lot of backtrack with it and a lot of the lore with halo is very intricate and well, they, in depth it's very interesting as far as what their lore is they have a lot of they have a whole book series that mm-hmm. goes way pre before uh the covenant uh, unsc war and then and decently into the future where they're even past where the um actual books are talking about like relations between the remnants of the covenant and then the human race as well so yeah it's it's a big world but i was i thought it was so interesting that the things that these bad guys were worshiping were, you know, and then killing a whole other group of individuals, and they were all directly descended from, you know, the same thing. So Heather, what do we have in chat? I, I was listening to you, to turn. pronounce Nick's Thank number you. two. <laughs> what is Nick's number two? Shakti. Okay. Keaton's number two is Obelisk the Tormentor. <gasps> from Yu-Gi-Oh! Keaton, you forgot about my trap card. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, Yug. I, I want to do it at the poker table sometime and just be like, oh, what's that? You have trip threes? You forgot I haven't revealed my last car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'd work out that way. Well. is Liam Neeson as Zeus in Clash of the Titans. Hell yeah. He's got a certain set of skills. A you, s- yeah. set of skills. You know what made him work over the earth? He, he didn't take that too seriously. You could see he was like, I know I look silly, but like I'm going to own this shit. And, yeah. and then he made it work. Mike Casey says he's late to the game. So his number five is Hermes. Number four is Armitris. Number three Artemis. Is Artemis. Artemis. Yeah. I like Armitris. Hephaestus. 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 And number Hepatitis. two, Zeus. Yes. Zeus. And, and ben? ben? Ben's number two is Loki. Yeah, the trickster god. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Loki's, Loki's awesome. Uh, uh, the n- mythological Loki, um, it just... Um, so I grew when I was growing up. I read a book of uh, Norse, mytholo- Norse mythology that kind of, and I don't even think it was intended for second graders when I was reading it. But um, it, look at you being in it was really cool. And there's a story about where um, there were some bones where Loki could use them. They were given to somebody, and um, they would just every time they would kill this creature i think it was a chicken or something every time they would kill it as long as they didn't damage the bones it would come back to life the next day and they could keep eating it it would keep feeding them and then just to be his trickstery self loki broke one uh just to see what would happen and then the 
chicken didn't come back to life and people died and it's just Loki being Loki. Like he can't help himself. <laughs> what a what a rambunctious little child. <laughs> Killing people. Casual kill murder people. of people yeah. through yeah. your jokes. My number two is uh Din Din, Nehru, and Faror, the power, oh. wisdom, and courage gods of the Triforce of Power from Legend of Zelda. Um that's now I know one. that's three for one choice, but oh, that's they, fair. they they share one set of powers and the entire mythology of legend of zelda and their universe is built around these three gods and the power that they bring to the world Hmm. um which if you if you're really into the uh, (laughs) mythology and the lore of legend of zelda it's a pretty pretty deep rabbit hole you can learn quite a bit about about the creation of their world and the the fact that uh uh, link and zelda uh and ganon are reborn over and over and over again uh in an endless cycle good versus evil and each one of them represents one power of the triforce which is what, why they keep being resurrected what a, what a crazy thing that as a kid i didn't understand how a lot of these things like lore wise i just thought oh they got a fucking character in here that's got a sword and a shield just just write it like they wrote an entire world for these uh for these games just just for a video game you could have you know an entire lore and an entire world set up about it and i think that's what makes all these things so successful and other things fail is building a world and saying here's a moment in time in which you're experiencing yeah. instead of going like there's nothing outside of this like that that's really cool i didn't know that about zelda and in every good version of legend of zelda every official game that really matters and we can definitely remember link never says a word which is one of the coolest things uh Brittany, why don't you give us your number one how do you want my resignation letter I don't. We're not accepting them. 98%. Um, my number one, in a, a, so when you were talking about previous Greek mythology, I thought you were actually going to go back to like Hercules and Xena type of thing. Because that's how I grew up and I started learning oh, about yeah. like Olympus and all of that. Hercules, I even actually the have the animated journeys. series that has both of them in it. I was Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, Sorbo, yeah. yeah. Um, but mine is really a tie between Hades and Persephone, but it's from Lore Olympus. And that's what I'm going to say because that's going to be my squirrel moment here in a minute. I love Laura Olympus. I yes. recently picked up the series and I, I love it. It is here. so good. Is that Thank a show? You. It's, no, a, it's comic. a comic. Oh, okay. Thank you for bringing that into my life. I am a uh, shirt. So my number one is Ben's number two, Loki. Uh, prefer- uh, honestly, the, preferably the MCU version. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, to be exact. Daddy. Uh, I'll take it. I've loved his character since he first came on. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't beat it. Yeah, and Tom Hiddleston's portrayal of Loki has been a, a key hot, factor of the key. success of the MCU. Yeah, um, I, I dare say they didn't even know full well that Loki was going to be the main villain no. in Avengers until Thor. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's our guy. Like, he was yeah. the best villain out of Puny probably God. at least the first two phases outside of maybe a few, you know, add-ons, but... I would say that because Loki is the person that originally brought the Avengers together, he was always destined to be the villain for the first Avengers movie um, because in the comics he turned Hulk evil, and that's what brought Cap, Iron Man, and Thor together to try to defeat Hulk, and then when they freed Hulk from his mind control, he joined the team too, and then they beat up Loki. Sure. Um, So I think he was always going to be the villain for that. It probably made him feel a lot better once they saw him on screen because, goddamn, was that good. Well, I think Uh. when... When they introduced him at uh, 
uh, San Francisco Comic Con, and he walked out on stage dressed as Loki and introduced himself to the crowd, and they just went fucking nuts. Right. They were like, "This, this is what this is this the right show. You aren't going thing. anywhere, sir. Yeah, that, that, that." It's like, we can build an entire universe around this. Mm. Um, you can build a lot of things with That'd him. be me, Danny, for my number one thing. Jared, your number one, you. please. Uh, <laughs> so my number one actually comes from a book series, and it's the book series uh, Vampire Earth. Uh, it's it's very lesser known, but it's one of my favorite book series of all time. But the, Who's the author? Uh, e. Knight. E. Cool. E. Knight. Cool, 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 cool. He's got a Not lot familiar. of fantasy fiction stuff, but this is more of a – uh, like science, science fiction instead of fantasy fiction style thing. But basically it is uh, a world in the future where uh, remnants of humanity are in like uh, different parts of the world and they're being hunted down by these alien gods from another world who want to basically suck out their aura and use it to feed their long life. And what you realize throughout the series were there were good version of these aliens that were given them these powers like they could turn these certain people into having attributes of like a bear and just be like berserkers and be able to like fight and do a bunch of stuff and they thought these were the good guys and then they finally realized that no earth is just one battle filled in which these two different gods who are trying to gain leverage on their home world are basically waging war and they use all of the home populations to fight each other to try to gain it you know gain more territory and stuff and you're like oh you guys aren't good guys you're just a bunch of assholes that are using it so but yeah, i always thought it was a crazy cool concept so yeah yeah, cool. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd like it. Heather, what we got in the chat? Nick's number one is the god of the hunt. A oh, name I don't know how to say I either. I see it. Curtinus? Curtinus. I'm not familiar with that. Um, Keaton News number one is Kratos. Hell yeah. Which is also Taylor's number one. Hell yeah. We missed Seth. Um, Seth has changed his number one. Jesus got knocked down to number five. <laughs> Godzilla is now his number one. Hell yeah! <laughs> and I'm not sure how to pronounce Ben. Ben's number one is Maturin, the uh, the giant turtle god from the Stephen King Dark Tower universe. Um, and I will read this whole thing. Uh, you aren't truly uh, enough. You aren't turtly enough for his turtle club. Turtle, turtle. Uh, this slow boy accidentally created the universe when he vomited it up from a stomach ache. Maturin is also responsible for maintaining balance in the macroverse where he and Pennywise are from. Uh, Nick Beck says it's Celtic, the, uh, his, his god of war. And my number one is Kratos, the ghost of Sparta, the god of war, the son of Zeus, the killer of gods, the one person that Gore the God Butcher would run the other direction from. Because if you saw the ghost of Sparta coming your way, wielding the chaos blades, you would definitely not want to fuck with him. Uh, Kratos is a beast. If you've played any of the God of War games, um, from the first one to the newest one, um, you you will feel like an epic level badass every time you. That's on you, Xbox, right? No, every time you sign in to play God of War, you will feel like an epic level badass. It is a Sony original, uh, <laughs> and for good reason because that's the best system to play that's it on. The only one that they could actually get an agreement with. Sony owns it. Sony made it. Sony has the games. I don't think they originally owned it. I think they yeah. ended up buying it. It's no, it's always been a Sony game. Well, I know it's always been a Sony game, but I don't think they originally made it. Uh, Sony. PlayStation Studios developed the original. All right. I mean, it wasn't Konami or anything like Devil May Cry. It was definitely Sony to begin with. But anyway, that's our uh, that's our top five list. Um, we are looking for top five topics for uh, Star Wars 
because when we present next week, it will be May, May the 4th. May be with you. So it's Star Wars Day. So if you guys have ideas for Star Wars top fives you'd like to see, um, we would love to see them on the comments. Blake has no idea what you're talking about. Has he never never heard heard that before? He's probably heard it rewatching the show. Oh. Top five! You watch the show? Yeah, every every night when I leave here. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Do you really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, me too. (laughs) What else we got going on, guys? Well, as the show producer, of course you're going to do your homework. You know, when you do something so perfectly, you don't have to check your work because you know it's right. Yeah. That's that's the Not all of us. That's why you don't see Odin around anymore. Yep. There you go. That's exactly right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I guess we can be done talking about that, but I'm not done yet. Jared, are you done? Well, you know, Danny, earlier when you started shit, I was fine with you, but I'm not. So, yeah, I don't think I'm done either, sir. So, uh, let, 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 let's do it. This is going to fucking suck. Ben said top five force abilities in the comments. Are you fucking kidding me, Ben? That yeah, wasn't bad. Top five times that Saiyan was too coarse and got everywhere should be uh, yeah. our, our list for sure. That's fantastic. Is Thank Joseph you, Mike Casey. Ben? What? And that was Joseph, not Ben. Even further up. Who cares? <laughs> All right, Blake, what are we All doing right. today? Uh, uh, so this week on Are You Done, uh, Danny and Jared over here is going to argue who's got the best Transformer. And Danny is doing Starscream. Jared is doing Soundwave. Hell yeah. We're going to do something a little bit different this week. This week, while they are arguing and going back and forth, uh, arguing who's the best, we want you to give a laughing face or a laughing emoji uh, throughout the argument if you believe Danny is winning this argument or is uh, overpowering Jared's Transformer. Uh, Jared, we want to do the wow emoji if you believe that the reverse with him with Danny. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> yeah, if you guys will just react uh, in the comments. Yeah, react in the comments as they go, uh, and then later on we will decide who the winner is by who's emo- who gets the most emojis during the argument. Yeah, and, and give give a heart emoji if you think Blake's doing the best. Yeah. I'd like to preface this by saying this so, argument's bullshit. It is. I should not be the one arguing this one. It should be Ben arguing it <laughs> because this is a Danny and Ben thing. So, so both these guys get a minute uh, without interruption. Then they get two minutes head to head arguing and cutting each other off, and then they get thirty second rebuttals with zero interruption. Y'all ready to do this? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm precarious at best. All right, Danny, and let's go. So Starscream, who has been an incredible leader of the Decepticons in his own time, whenever Megatron has not been able to do it, he is Megatron's right-hand man, who he um, he's always deceptive. He's always trying to get rid of Megatron. He's had several different reasons throughout the time that uh, Transformers has been going, whether you go from Generation 1 to the Japanese comics to the current comics. I think the most important thing that you need to understand is that uh, Starscream transforms into a fighter jet. He literally is a couple thousand pounds of just steel and firepower, uh, and he is the leader of the Seekers, which is a team of other fighter jets, and he's in charge of them. Uh, they actually line up behind him because they're like, you're, you're the best fighter jet. We will follow you into battle. Objection, Thank you for saying. being our leader. Uh, and uh, Starscream is incredibly intelligent, uh, able to uh, manipulate his way into the lead of the Decepticons. All right. I'm just saying, if you're going to make wild accusations that you can't back up, 
Like what? I wasn't watching too many Johnny Depp uh, trials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hearsay. He, he's hey. speculating on something he knows nothing about right now. Also, if you're not on Facebook watching this where you have the emojis, you can actually put the emojis in the comment if you're watching this on any other yep. streaming avenue. Yep, So, sure. time on the clock. Jared, let's go. Oh, I'm super excited. So, I have the pleasure of doing my favorite Transformer, one I grew up with for many years, and that's Soundwave. Soundwave is also a Decepticon. That's whereas, true. Uh, he actually recruited... Uh, Starscream, uh, and whereas Starscream is basically just a little bitch boy of Megatron, uh, Soundwave is the best strategic uh, mind amongst the Decepticons. He's the one that uh, helps lay out the plans. He's very, very smart. Uh, he's also a goddamn robot with guns. So when Danny says that uh, Starscream turns into a fucking jet, you know what Soundwave also turns into? A goddamn robot that has guns. So you're saying that it's a jet. Cool. But he can also fly with any vehicle that he uh, turns into. So uh, that takes out the ability to say that uh, flight is, is overpowered and is argument and soundwave can turn into a boombox so when he's done beating uh soundwave or starscream's ass on the field he can beat his ass with some uh banger ass music as well so that's pretty cool banger ass music yep nice <laughs> i just nice. say I'm, I'm laying term. down some pretty f f fat marketing opportunities for us via what i say <laughs> i want a goddamn cut because yeah. i'm making all this shit a possibility all right two minutes on the clock y'all trying to kill each other listen let's go Listen, how dare you, sir, say that uh, a mere henchman, a mere peon of the great Lord Megatron could compete with one of the best strategic minds of the Decepticons that there ever were. Soundwave not only is a great fighter amongst his own right, he also has the ability to strategize and uh, beat Starscream through just pure smarts. You're arguing a boombox against a fucking fighter jet. Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah, this isn't a fight at all. Oh, boombox, Danny. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It's a, you know, what I'm going to do when a man f attacks me? I'm just going to curl up into a ball and not fight him back. No, fuck that's no. A, I'm going to go toe-to-toe. Right. Well, if it's you in my dream, then that's not, that's not what matters. No, but Starscream is not just a peon of Megatron's. He is second in command of the Decepticons, and he earned his way there through blood and oil I'm and steel sure he and battle. He is a master fighter. Him to actually There's be a, a part. reason that hey, Starscream hey, is the better? leader is the of a whole team apprentice? of fighter jets. Is is it the master or is it the apprentice that's better? I know the apprentice wants to beat the master, but are you better whenever it's <laughs> but everything you, can't you know is learned the, to you the by the man that recruited spy you? Master, the Decepticon spy master, Soundwave, is is, yeah, is better than Starscream, who's actually ranked second after Megatron, as opposed to the guy yeah, that just does Megatron's bidding. rankings, but not in real life. Oh, look, I've got uh, some tapes, that, tape cassettes that come out of my let me, chest. Let me Let's ask fight you a with those. So through your own mouth, uh, Soundwave is the uh, spy master of the Decepticons. Would a spy not master not be able to end a fight before it begins? Yeah, too bad this fight is actually going now, and he's he's fighting. Yeah, uh, but with maybe his... he, maybe he planted a bomb and, on you before the fight started. And also, and he just goes while, boom. Well, I I will argue that in his Transformer form. Uh, Soundwave can fly. He doesn't have the maneuverability in his physical form you know, that has Starscream has as a fighter jet. Shoots as a laser wielding fighter like jet. Goddamn jet. That can you know what I can do? Like you know what? You know what affects a jet flying in the, the sky is land to air right. missiles. You son of a bitch! I really hate that thing. <laughs> Please don't break my other button. Uh, please. <laughs> All right. So thirty second rebuttal, Danny. Let's go. So I think I've I I think the case is pretty well made for me. Again, we are talking about a fight between 
thousands of pounds of American ingenuity versus a radio um, with some cassette tapes. Now, this is like the battle between DVD and Laserdisc. Like, at the end of the day, porn's going to decide whether Soundwave sticks around or not. But Starscream, uh, flying not only uh, with the colors of the good old red, white, and blue, but uh, kicking ass as a fighter jet. I'll allow him to finish, because the porn thing was actually a pretty good... That was a pretty good argument. I really like the Chuck Norris of Transformers. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thirty six o'clock, Jared, wrap it up. You know, my opponent would have you believe that uh bigger and more powerful wins battles, but you know who's won some battles? Uh David versus Goliath, Rocky versus Ivan Drago, the United States of America versus uh Great Britain. You know why the they won? Because they had goddamn Moxie, Danny. And they were smarter than the other opponent. So while you think that that power and you know just pure might is going to win this fight, I think the freedom of the United States of America is what's going to win this fight, and that's what Soundwave really uh, represents in all the things that he does. I, don't I love know. everything that I just love, happened right there. I should have wrapped up with God Victoria bless America. Put strategy in the comments because every time you try to say strategy, you Couldn't say fucking strategy. Do it. It's a hard word, man. I went to culinary school. I didn't go to say words. Word right school. school. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think I'm done now, Danny. Yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> I did so much better than what I fucking thought. I did. Yeah, that was. Don't that was on the level part. of like hillbilly foo, like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just talking shit in just a fill time. Just, I just was like, all right, what does he say? All right, I can use that. I can use that. Oh god, that was fantastic. You guys want to do Raiden versus Thor next week? For uh, are you done? Uh, Who's Raiden from Raiden Mortal Kombat? From Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Is oh, that a, are is you that asking a fair who fight? has it? I, are we back on? Are we fun. back live? I yeah, we're, we're back live. Star people, we're just chatting right now, and people yeah. can hear us. Yeah, that's what live means. Yeah, fuck. You are live in general. You can still hear when I am alive in general. Thank you so much for saying that. Was Brittany, really do you think Raiden versus Thor would be good? Are you done? I think you need to do Star Wars. No, we're going to do a Star Wars top five. I but think you should do a Star Wars. We are have Thor, Love, and Thunder coming out. I think. Yeah, a, a, yeah but you have a minute because next week you actually have Doctor Strange. I'll be the following. Thursday. Okay, so I guess we're not doing Raiden versus Thor. Brittany, what is your suggestion for next now week? Now you have to come up with it since you shat on his idea. Yeah, since Ben and Taylor's recommendation wasn't good enough for What's you. What's your idea? What do you... um, ben is always good enough for me. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Like okay. the subject. Give us our next uh, Are You Done? Um, I feel like we should include the audience and let them pick their five. Nope, their that's not how it works. Uh, that's not how it works. You, you can't while we, king, you while better we try have to a way to out. run the kingdom after the king is gone. Um, just, oh, I have plenty of ways to run this kingdom. Uh, uh, Vader versus kingdom. Darth Maul. Uh, it's Vader all day. Um, Vader wins a lot of this. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, we will be doing our ticket giveaway for Multiverse of Madness after we find out what Britney's hyper-focusing on this week. <laughs> so many things. So many things. Is that not her opening? It's something like that. I don't know. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) What a cool guy to be. All you kid. Um, so this week, especially since I'm off any sort of medication that's going to help me with anything. Well, this um, is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a fun thing. I'm off of it until Saturday. Um, is Laura Olympus, which you may have heard me mention it once or twice on the show. 
Um, I absolutely love it. It is a modern telling and a definitely a unique telling of the love between uh, Hades and Persephone and how they kind of get together. You see all the Olympian gods. You have Zeus. You have Artemis. You is this have animated? Hera. No, it's actually going to be. It's going to be on Netflix. And, uh, Netflix picked it up. And Wait. is this James Woods, Hades? Um, James oh, Woods God, wish I he could so. look like this Hades. Jimmy, Jimmy Woods, man. God. <laughs> this is like a blue daddy Hades, and I'll take that hit. Ooh, a piece of candy. Yep. So wait, this is live action? No, it's going to be an animated series that's going to be picked up on Netflix. It was it's actually done book. by oh, it's, it's on webtoons, um, which was originally done by an individual artist and a teller, like uh, comic, like a writer. You go on there, and it was picked up. It has like I think close to four or five billion followers worldwide. That's actually I can see watching why. this. So this is this yeah. is about Harold and and Hades Perseus? and Persephone. Yeah. Okay. Um, I forgot about. I'm sorry. I forgot that. One. <laughs> <laughs> it made uh, sense. Both people that would basically destroy your ass, but yes. Uh, you go through yeah, anybody the love. Not as much as a, a late night Taco Bell run will, though. Um, oh, dude, I don't I know. Had I had White Daddy Castle Hades the other day. That probably destroy was, your ass pretty good. That was good. terrible. I, uh, but it's only a one person that can destroy telling. my ass, and that's so, Jesus. You see <laughs> the OG gods. You see Kronos. You see everybody through. You see Zeus being his normal dickish horse wouldn't self. It, wouldn't it be cool if instead of OG gods being the original ones, these are like like the Cali, like 1999 It kind of North is, actually, because you have the modern technology for it. So they are in modern technology. You go back and forth between the modern technology on Olympus, and then you actually go back to where they're the deities. And yeah, uh, Hades runs a... Uh, Underworld a City, te- Underworld a tech Co. company similar to Apple, but it's pomegranate. Yep. And Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like, it's pomegranate. The art is completely. God, that's the best y'all can do. <laughs> well, pomegranate is his seed. Like that's, yeah, that's how a, that's uh, his that's fruit. A, okay. So before you start like pulling fucking punches, that's part of the lore. Yeah. Uh, that's Before how you Persephone start pulling ended punches, up. I love how you use the wrong thing for that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm super Before excited you start right now. Pulling punches. Wait, like, pulling punches. My God, Pomegranate's the best a, thing they could. I need more selling on this because as of right now, I don't. I'm not interested in this at all. Give me more of what yeah. what's going on with this. So the general telling with it is that there's a lot of different um, like high points and low points throughout this entire series. It deals with a lot of current issues. It deals with a lot of um, things that actually affect world world, but. The general premise is the love between Hades and Persephone. And so in the original mythos, uh, Hades basically kidnaps Persephone after falling in love with her. Dimir, um, <laughs> That's how all love starts, really, is a kidnapping. I mean, yeah, pretty much, especially for gods. But Dimir was like in Angus, <laughs> anguish about this, and she ended up like starving all of humanity in order to come into an agreement. Yeah, take that, That's humanity. You have spring and you oh, have bitch. fall and you have winters because of Persephone. Whenever Persephone is coming back, that's when you have spring and summer. And when she's going down to the underworld, that's when you have fall and winter. That's sexist. And so, is that sexist? I don't know. That's kind of I didn't know anything anymore. Um, <laughs> it's but... gonna it's gonna work one of these times. <laughs> it's all like fishing. I've never caught a fish, but one of these days it's gonna it's gonna work out for it's me. Yeah, you just yeah, yeah. you, you just keep baiting. Fish, but you've been a cat. you just keep baiting every day. You go out and you bait that hook. Yeah, just keep baiting. It's eventually, work. you'll catch it's, a fish. In today's society, so, I'm sure so somebody's going to bite. What I'm eventually. hearing is you got some gods that are just—it's—it's a, it's a drama. So this is like, oh, like it's, it's really it's, good. There is a drama, but it, it's I, a very good series as far as like dealing with things, as far as like your perception. It's with way better you than deal the OC. With essay. You deal with poorness. You you deal with so many different aspects of like what you deal with in real life, and the way that it is actually portrayed in this comic series is very elegantly done. And it's in something that it doesn't matter whether you are a younger audience that's getting into it or you're an adult, like an old man. It's like still something. That's going to be going in. 
I just went like this. Yeah. The other yeah. Night, you took just all of you, Danny. Yeah, Danny, why would you <laughs> ever think that doing this, the international sign for, look at this thing that I'm pointing at right now. I was pointing across Are you kidding me? Are you, you were going to say that that's the kid that you you think is the old pin here? Danny's way older than he is. Danny, I got your back. I got your back here, Danny. Danny's years older than he is. Obviously, you were pointing at him. If you, you would think that that's Danny's child. I deserve that. How dare you? Okay. Danny, Danny, I apologize to be fair, for that. To be fair, I was born at a very young age. <laughs> that is true. I can confirm that. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm in old so, age. So this is like basically like the OC for gods where they're going to have like dating stuff. They deal with real life issues. They go to high school. They, they do don't go to high school. They're all adults. They gain their powers. and they. Have I mean, you do see old. them kind of like controlling their powers <laughs> and coming into it. But you see a lot of the things joking. like. No, it's like a serious thing. What, what do you guys think about uh Shang-Chi versus Qui-Gon Jinn. Hey, carry on. Carry on. Yeah, you want to fuck with the chick that's not, uh, not on her ADHD medicine right now. Wait, who? Shang-Chi? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Versus yeah, Qui-Gon Jinn well, for the Star Wars We're on hyper focus. Aspect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah no, carry on. Carry on. Please continue. <laughs> I quit. We're all in hyper focus right now. I quit. Now. What were you saying? I quit. Now, hey, I quit is we'll, what I'm saying. We'll, we'll give you. Wait, we won't speak for the rest of the time. Go ahead. Please tell I us more not, about you this. You just spoke already. Well, You're already I'm, brought, I'm like, ramping you up. Now we're done. Doing it now we're ramping done. you up to begin. Jared, are you done? doing it. So this sounds cool. Is it animated? It's going to be animated on Netflix. It's actually something that got picked up. That was my fault. I didn't remember from the last. They time. do a really you good never. job of handling um, <laughs> like sexual issues and relationships and SA, outsider relationships. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, just that, it's, it's toxic a very relationships, healthy thing. relationships. It's uh, it's so very where, good. Where, where can you read this before it comes out on Netflix? Webtoons. Webtoons, yeah. and that's the same place that you can go to watch like the Bat Family and where DC is actually getting together. Not Ducktales, um, but you can actually. Webtoons. Get together, not webfoot tunes. I hate you so much. Like, Give me something. Oh, Throw your phone at it me. ain't that easy being cheesy, phone. man. Woo! Um, but that's where you're going to see where DC actually <laughs> merged together, and they're going to be coming out with more DC individual comics like Zatanna, Red Hood, and Bat Family. Gotcha. Is actually yeah, going to be Bat all Family on looks this really cool. app, like this app. Um, but cool. you have a wide variety of stuff that's on it. What? I love webtoons. How how wide is the comic book series for this? Is it is it been several runs? Has it been going on for a while? You're or is technically on. New? I think the third series because they just started the pre orders for the third book. What? How long is the season series? two? They're in the second no, half of season two. Yeah. Well, the third book they just got pre ordered well, for. Well, technically, the OC like, yeah. I think only had four seasons, so oh. they should if they stick um, within that. I think that, you're actually then... into like 200 episodes. Before he moved to That's Gotham a lot of and episodes. became Commissioner Gordon. Well, yeah. When Ryan graduated uh, high school and then he started doing all that stuff, that's whenever this show dipped, but it, it came back in the last season. I mean, when you got rid of Marissa, thank God. Ugh, what a bitch. So, Brittany, thank you for sharing your hyper-focus with us this week. California, <laughs> here we come. 194 episodes is where it's at. That's right Persephone back looks where like. we started from. Jared, I'm going to throw my phone at your face. No, I heard you. I'm sorry. <laughs> OC's got a banger-ass soundtrack, so Oh, that's okay, funny. I just wanted to make sure. Like, <laughs> All right, welcome back to the show. <laughs> so for next week, we are going to do top five force abilities. Uh, and then force on our very special uh, After Dark. Star Wars Day edition of Are You Done? It will be Qui-Gon Jinn versus Shang-Chi uh, from, from the MCU.
Um, Jared, who do you want? I'll give you first choice. Shang-Chi. Uh, Shang-Chi. Let, let the man pick. This I am letting really, him pick. This is really, are we, influence. what Shang-Chi are we developing? Are we saying Shang-Chi MCU with the, the Ten Rings? That's fine, yeah. Because, I mean, Shang-Chi in the comics has a slightly different power set, right? Yeah, he's, he's more, just Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's just handing comics. Com- I think Shang- Shang-Chi from the MCU, MCU, MCU would be more better. on par. With the are Ten we, Rings. Are we saying that the Ten Rings are invulnerable to laser? This is laser sword? <laughs> I know I said that just to upset you, and I'm sorry that I did it. I'm looking at them, our audience right now, because yeah. I said laser sword, and I meant Jesus. it. Yeah, I would say that if he could just inherently cut through the Ten Rings, it's really going to eliminate Shang-Chi's ability to defend himself. So, no, he can't cut okay, through the Okay, so, yeah, rings. so Shang-Chi, Qui-Gon, Prime, are we saying Qui-Gon Jinn, uh... Phantom of the Menace? Phantom, Phantom of the Menace? Uh, let's Phantom say Qui-Gon. Well, I'd, I wouldn't want to be Qui-Gon past Phantom Menace, yeah, for sure. He's not, he's not currently <laughs> alive in that. Maybe so. we can use Qui-Gon from the uh, Phantom Menace prequel uh, fanfic that I wrote. Sure. Yeah. Really- I know enough no, about we'll him use, we'll use previous Phantom Menace, from Qui-Gon. Phantom Menace where I can argue that. So, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, perfect, that's fine. Perfect, we'll perfect. do uh, Qui-Gon cool, Jin cool, cool, versus uh, Shang-Chi. So who has who? You have Shang-Chi? I'll take Qui-Gon. Oh, well, fuck. Yes. So, uh, Speakeasy Coffee, uh, uh, we actually, we have the Midwest Conference of the Unknown coming up. We are, we've put out a casting call. We are doing a, uh, radio serial live on stage written by our good friend, Brianna Bright, author of The Shepherd and the Horn Girl. Um, malnourished, I swear to God, I'm going to get your copy in the mail. I, I suck. I'm Dude, so sorry, but I'm, I I'm mailing it. I literally walked in the other day reading your fire. specific copy, and he was just like, I'm never going to send this to yeah. anyone. I, <laughs> I swear, I'm mailing He's it. He's keeping I, it for himself. I'm not. I, I friends just with the your author. Copy. I just get a copy. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, the uh, radio, horror radio serial is written by our good friend Brianna Bright. Um, they will be performed live on stage at the Midwest Conference of the Unknown. Um, so if you are in attendance, you will see it. Otherwise, it will be up on our Patreon afterwards. And I swear I'll actually get audio this time. I, ask. <clears throat> I, uh, I know this isn't a part of it, but I thought this was really – Brianna Tarth versus Xena would be a fantastic That area. would be good. Oh, I would that, that all one. I do for a whole minute is go, oh! <laughs> so you're taking Xena in that? I would take Xena, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just get a little Xena cool, cool. wins that fight. Yeah, I'd, oh, yeah. I'd take Brienne of Tarth. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> also, if so if you are interested in seeing that and you can't get to the Midwest Conference of the Unknown, put on by our good friends at Cape Events uh, and uh, Ken Murphy, father of CapeCon, um, you can see that on our Patreon. Uh, Patreon, uh, our first level starts at $5. If, so literally for the cost of a cup of coffee – you can feed a starving child in Africa, or you can watch our exclusive Patreon content, or okay, you can I'm do Sigourney both. Weaver. And get a second job. Oh, wait, Come who on. is that? Who is the um, person that does that? Uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Uh, but anyway, so please check out our Patreon. Also, uh, podcasts like ours uh, relies on reviews. Um, if you could go to uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh iTunes or Google Podcasts, and please leave us a review. We would appreciate it, as well as our Facebook page. Um, and also, go check out our website. It's so good. Have you guys seen our website? It's sexy. It of Wait, course we have a website? We What's have a website. website. It is comicallyinclined.com. Um, it's got news <laughs> on it. There's some cool cool stuff on it. Uh, it's just it's a just, fun website. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> every every fucking time. <laughs> Try to set you up a good segue. There goes. I, there really wasn't, but that's so okay. So anyway... <laughs> 
Uh, we also want to say thank you to all of our sponsors. Uh, Ken's Comic Man. Uh, it's an amazing place in Poplar Pluff, Missouri. Um, we're doing some. We'll be doing some reviews of some of their merch yes. and things that they have. Uh, Blake oh, cool. is tackling that, so keep yeah. an eye on our TikTok and Reels, YouTube Socials. Shorts, all we, that. We both are. Yeah, Blake and Brittany. Uh, Perkins Performance, uh, they did. Uh, they do all of our vinyl work. Check them out on Facebook. Drop the Mic DJ service. Uh, Mike is an incredible DJ as well as a good friend and the guy who does our uh, retro recap gaming on both Thursday. Um, Mike, have you figured out what you're doing Thursday yet? Put it in the comments. Um, but he does a power hour on Thursdays from 7 to 8, and then he does – the story mode on Sunday. He's currently playing 100% through Ocarina of Time. Picture what designs. Uh, picture what they could design for you. They designed our logo, and it is phenomenal. Um, they do great work. Uh, Monster Tattoo Studio, Aaron Thurman, good friend of ours, also the guy behind the art for uh, Kidos and Tempest and all the other characters we're going to create for our, our, our Patreon-exclusive comic we're working on. Lennox and Jude Photography, they do great work. Sponsors, fans of the show, they've been around for forever. Blake, Blake Hickman Construction, we couldn't do the show without you guys. And the Rock and Roll Drive-In. Thank Hickman. you all for your sponsorship, your patronage, and for being here. Um, also, we have the... There's too much. This very official piece of paper. Fucking end it, away. Danny. God. I'm... Okay, Jesus Christ. We literally uh, said 8.49 was when I left to go get my, my snack, and it's yeah, 8.49. I'm sorry, I didn't have the spread ready for Jesus. you. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we are currently being catered by uh, uh, Jay Houchin's Bakery. Um, but Jay our Houchin? ticket winners for our Multiverse of Madness giveaway. Everyone strap in. Drum roll, please. For May 5th at Cape Marcus Theater. Yes, for Marcus at uh, Werenberg. Cine fourteen. This is how you drum roll. Why is why are we not? It's, pa it's past eight forty nine. My contractual agreement. Uh, so I don't have to do shit. First anymore. winner, Nicole Watson. Uh, you have won two tickets for you and a friend to come see Multiverse of Madness with us. We also have Haley Horberg. Hornberg. Haley Hornberg. That looks like an egg. What I was what's with your writing? I wrote it really quickly. Haley Hornberg. Uh, Keaton New. Keaton yes, New, one exactly. of our good friends. Uh, Mike Casey and Keaton New, yeah. two of our Patreon subscribers. Um, thank you guys for being on our shout-out level. And Nate Roth. Uh, those are our four winners. Each of you are getting two pairs for you and a friend to come watch Multiverse of Madness with us opening night, Thursday, May 5th. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Blake, you got anything for the folks? No, I don't. All right. Well, I think that's us. And uh, you know what? You guys have been amazing. We'll catch you next time.